Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Philly Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, September the 12th, and we come to you after a sweep of the Washington Nationals, the Phillies handle business obviously they had the rough west coast trip they come back they win two or three from the marlins though they have that uh you know frustrating blow that game loss uh on thursday night in that one going for the sweep but ultimately you know you do take two or three and then come back and and sweep the nets you know just a nice job you know nice job by the phil's a team that you know doesn't um hasn't had that much margin for her that they've had more over the last few weeks, you know, on and off from like three and a half to four and a half to five, whatever it's been, um, than, than earlier in the season. But, you know, certainly, um, you know, still has to grind it out to the end and, you know, all they could do is take advantage of these, these bad teams they're facing, you know, cause they do have the Braves coming up. They do have the Blue Jays coming up. So, um, paramount. To, to take these games from the Nationals and the Marlins. Obviously, more coming up with the Marlins after the off day today. So that was huge. Huge weekend. They went 5-3 on Saturday. They went 8-5 on... Excuse me. They went 5-3 on Friday. 8-5 on Saturday. 7-5 on Sunday. Some big hits. Some big outings. Some big spots. Sir Anthony back yesterday. Finally. So huge. We talked so much. you know. And look, Wheeler is still not back. And it doesn't look like he's going to be back. Um, in the near future, quite yet, but um, you know, Sir Anthony, at least in the the near term or or the immediate term, you know, prior to the playoffs, um, the injury almost felt even more impactful than losing Wheeler because it you know really shook up a bullpen that had been so consistent and so um, you know uh, as much as we've been able to count on a bullpen, a Phillies bullpen in years, it felt like, um, and Sir Anthony was the anchor, the pillar of all that. So great to have him back. We'll get into all that as, again, the Phillies take three from the weekend uh, from the Nationals and, and gain some games sitting in really nice shape right now. The Phillies with three uh, have a three-and-a-half game lead on the Brewers, which is really essentially four-and-a-half, and they have a four in the loss column. Um, and uh, they also gain games on the Padres this weekend as um, you know, the Padres losing games to the Dodgers. We knew that tough, tough schedule for the Padres could come back to bite them at times. Um, Phillies a game and a half up on the Padres. So the Phillies are 78 and 62 right now, 16 games above 500 as the, the quest for the playoffs is getting realer and realer. Only 22 games to go. Think about that. 22 games. And the Phillies have essentially a four and a half game lead on the Brewers. 
Um, and with the tiebreaker over the Padres, essentially a, a two and a half game lead over the Padres as well. So, man, um, you know, they're in a really good spot. You know, if they don't make it, they're going to have no one to blame but themselves. But they are certainly, you know, heading into this stretch run here at the, uh, you know, middle to, to end of September or October um, in a really nice position and, you know, playing good baseball at the moment or at least winning games they need to win, not necessarily playing good baseball. Um, it was a nice weekend. You know, but they definitely um, have not been peaking at the moment. There were some good signs this weekend, though. Bryce Harper among them. Again, we'll get to the weekend in a minute. But um, Phil's at 78-62, a game and a half up on the Padres for that uh, third wild guard spot. The Padres 77-64. and So the Phillies have one more win, but two less losses, which is great because that gives them the opportunity, obviously, um, a little more leeway in those extra games. Um, then, or in that extra game, and then uh, the Blue uh, Brewers, the Phillies seventy-eight and sixty-two, the Brewers seventy-five and sixty-six. So the Brewers with four more losses than the Phillies, in addition to three less wins that half game uh, in the lost column as well. That's great. That's what you want to see. So you know, Phillies are in really good position with twenty-two to play. Uh, we'll look ahead, obviously coming up, but um, you know that weekend was huge. And again, we we've you know, crush the Phillies so much. Um, and, and again, with, with absolutely good reason, you know, over the years to crush them when they, uh, you know, have just wilted in September and lost games to teams that they absolutely shouldn't lose to. And, you know, that's been like almost a, uh, a hallmark of this Phillies team the last couple of years. So, you know, we can't not turn around and give them credit for, for winning these games right now, you know, cause that is, important you know the phillies you know uh, of the last few years do not beat the marlins or the nationals as consistently or whatever you know what i mean like they're not as as consistent with these games that ultimately are what get you in the playoffs you know i mean that is that is how you get there you got to beat bad teams we talk about it all the time you know it's just so incredibly important to beat bad teams and the phillies um finally um, this season, they're taking advantage of it. The Phillies now a winning record in September, five and four. That is not something you can say very often. In the last few years, really, at any point in September's, um, but hopefully they can continue it off day. Then the Marlins, then it gets uh, it gets real one more time with the Braves and the Blue Jays over nine games, seven with the Braves, two with the Blue Jays. Um, but another series of the Marlins coming up, and uh, you know, Phillies hopefully can continue to take advantage of these bad teams and continue to stay out in front. Let's look back at the weekend, then we'll look ahead and. You know, obviously the the situation they're in comparatively and all that. Let's go back to Friday, a five to three victory for the Phils again, coming off that um that Thursday loss to the Marlins. Just a devastating, devastating loss. We obviously talked about on Friday, but that, you know, just blowing it, beating Alcantara for all intents and purposes, and then Robertson and Reese Hoskins defense and you know, things just falling apart and they lose a, a really tough one there to the Marlins instead of sweeping. So nice to see them bounce back and you win the next night and obviously sweep as well. 5-3. Syndergaard was okay. You know, not not great, but he was fine. Um, again, seems to be, you know, solid against bad teams without being exceptional. Six innings, three earned, two strikeouts, no walks, eight hits. You know, fine. Bullpen did a good job after that. Bellotti, clean inning, Alvarado, clean inning. Hand uh, only gets through two thirds of an inning in the ninth. It was pretty scary. Uh, made it uh, really tenuous. But Nick Nelson came in and shut it down. How about that, Nicky Nelson? 
Um, as uh, you know, this was a nice win for the Phillies. They got out early, kind of let the Nats hang around a bit, but but never really relinquished the lead. They get out uh, one of them leading the third. Uh, Dalton Guthrie, welcome to the Phillies, an RBI single for Guthrie. Um, uh, Hoskins homers in the fourth, finally starting to get going a little bit as he had been struggling, gets a hold of one into left. Then JT and RBI single a little bit later in that inning makes it three, nothing. The Nats score a couple in the fifth to make it three, two, but then JT yet again, we talked about it on Friday's show as well, just how great JT has been and, uh, you know, how much you know, he deserves credit for it. Cause I, I definitely killed him earlier in the year for, for the struggles. And again, ever since that Toronto series where he couldn't go up there and he made the comments and all that, he's been outstanding. One of the better players in baseball and, and some metrics and some respects and certainly, you know, best catcher and and probably the best Philly, um, most consistent. Um, big homer there. They let it get close again, 4-3 in the seventh, but then uh, another Dalton got three RBI single coming through on the night for the kid, a nice night for him as uh, as uh, JT also would have three hits that night as the Phils get it done. Sosa, another two-hit night for him as he, you know, just continues to make Dave Dombrowski look smart for uh, for going out and getting him. And, uh, again, Nick Nelson comes in to save the day at the end, really. So a, a nice win there. Obviously not a dominant one, a tenuous one. The Nick Nelson part was scary, you know, Hand struggling like that. And, look, we know Brad Hand has been the king of, you know, wow, his numbers look great. But in reality, he's really allowed a lot more runners to score than you would think because he's had a lot of <laughs> inherited runners and all that. And, uh, you know, if you watch every night, you you definitely – don't feel super comfortable with Brad Ann coming into a game, especially, you know, the last month plus or so it feels like, um, but just period. Um, and he really struggled there. And then to see Nick Nelson come in, who's like, you know, maybe one of the few pitchers on the staff, you feel less confident coming into a game. Um, you know, it was terrifying. Again, thank God they're in these back with uh, Sundays. The Phillies squeaked that one out and it was huge and it got him a little momentum. Going into the weekend, Saturday again, they get the job done. Um, you know, another game where um, let the Nats hang around a little bit, but it was never really that close after uh, an early lead for the Nats. Once the Phillies bats got going against Fetty and the Nats bullpen, it was pretty much all she wrote. As you know, Ranger last long, it wasn't a great outing for Ranger, but gave them some much needed innings, saved the bullpen after the night before. Um, so, so it was good. The Phillies. Win it eight to five. They get out um, again to a early deficit, two nothing after uh, after three. As Ranger, you know, struggle a little early, then settled in for a while. Phillies make it two two in the third. As thank goodness, Bryce freaking Harper finally hits a home run since returning from the IL with the broken hand. That is, um, you know, we talked about how that kind of injury can sap your power. And that could be a, a potential reason why Harper had struggled there. And, you know, it might take him a little while to, you know, have that power back. A lot of the hits he has had have been, um, you know, singles and, you know, up the middle or this, that or whatever. Um, he smoked this one to left field. It was great to see. Really got a hold of it. And then, you know, fast forward to yesterday, another rip double to, to left center field that, that was close to going out as well. Really got a hold of that one too. Hitting that ball to that part of the field with power is a great, 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 great sign. So, um, you know, never, never doubt or count Bryce Harper out um, from any sort of, oh, this usually is like this, you know, if anyone can come back and get power back quicker from that type of injury, it, it's, it's him. So um, exciting stuff to see. That was huge. Get some going in a big way too in the third there after they give up two. Harper ties it up with two. 
Then we get to the fourth, and the Phillies blow it open. Uh, Sosa, RBI, uh, fielder's choice. Brandon Marsh, who had a great game. Marsh, a big one, as he's really started to settle in, look comfortable after coming back from the IL in the Phillies lineup. And, um, you know, it's been a, a impact bad to a point at times, and obviously it wasn't this game, which was great to see. RBI double to make it 4-2 to two in the fourth. Then a few batters later, Nicky Maton, a two-run blast to make it 6-2 as the Phillies kind of never looked back in the six aforementioned Brandon Marsh. Opposite field home run really got a hold of that one too. Again, great night for Marsh as Marsh would go three for four on the night with two RBI, two runs, the home run. Um, really, really nice to see for Marsh as again, you know, he's, he's been better, um, since coming back from the aisle a little bit and starting to look a little comfortable there. Phillies, uh, give up one, uh, a couple in the seventh and then, uh, Schwarber kind of puts the icing on the cake, uh, in the eighth with a monster Schwarber just gets a hold of one. Um, you know, uh, Brogdon, not a very clean ninth, uh, gives up a bunch of hits, uh, and, uh, a walk, a couple runs. Excuse me, one run, but ultimately they win eight to five. Ranger ultimately goes six and two thirds, seven hits, four earned, one walk, four strikeouts. But um, a nice outing in the sense that he, you know, kind of kept the lead the whole time after that early start, and and you know really settled in after that, and then got into a bit of trouble before he left. But on the whole, you know, the type outing he'll take, especially giving you a six and two thirds. Um, you know, again, not perfect, but I'll take it. They win the game. We move on to Sunday, and another win. A, uh, a very strange game, one that was very close late. Yet again, Alec Bohm. Like, I mean, I feel like this guy has more clutch hits than anyone this season by by an exponential amount. It feels like he is just, you know, unstoppable when it matters. You know, he's had so many big hits. We've talked about, obviously, the hater homer sticks out. The one we're going to talk about was a big one. Um, but, you know, it feels like all the other big hits, the stop ones and the, the Stubbsy and the, the whatever Gene walk-offs, all that stuff, I feel like Bohm's like always on base for him. He always gets a hit to get on base there. He has a good at bat. Um, another big one is the Phillies. Uh, this was a weird one again. The Phillies do fight back, which is good, but it was after, um, in and after a, uh, a three-hour and 36-minute rain delay. Uh, Matt Gelb tweeted out, it was a three-hour and 36-minute rain delay, which was the longest in-game rain delay in the history of the Phillies. Um, so once a game had started, you know, not one before a game, I suppose, but once a game had started, um, the longest delay before the game picked back up as um, ultimately, um, you know, the Phillies were able to, to battle back from it as they go down um, early. And then, uh, you know, they go, they get up in the first on that hot, uh, Harper double I talked about, the one he ripped to left center, scores a run. But then uh, go down, uh, tied in the one, one in the third, then uh, in the fourth, Nats put up a three spot to make it four to one. And obviously the rain delay and, you know, kind of taking everyone out of sorts, all that stuff. Then the Phillies bounce back in the fifth yet again. After the one on Friday, Reese Hoskins, a shot to write a massively important home run makes it four to four. Awesome to see here. And then, uh, unfortunately that we get to the six as, um, you know, the Phillies obviously, just like uh, Washington, had to, to burn their starter. Nola started out great, two innings, two hits, two strikeouts. He looked really good, but then obviously a three-hour and 36-minute rain delay. He's not going to come back out there. Um, Phillies go with Sanchez, and he just gets pummeled, giving up four runs in three innings. And then after that, Nelson gives up a run um, in one inning. And then, uh, you know, the rest of it shut down the last three innings by very good relievers. And thank God Sir Anthony's back. It was Alvarado Sir Anthony Robertson shut it down when needed. 
Um, but the Phillies uh, down 4-1 in the fourth. Hoskins ties it. Then, again, they give it up in the in the sixth there. That's the Nick Nelson run, a frustrating one there. Um, but then we go to the, the bottom of the sixth, and Reese Hoskins, yet again, a big sack fly is a, a big game for Hoskins and a good weekend for Hoskins. Ties it at 5-5. We get to the seventh. The Alec Boom to the plate with a runner on. Bang! Office field shot. A massive home run. The seventh makes it 7-5. Again, the bullpen shot it down from there. And uh, it was huge. It was a really big home run in a big spot at home yet again to, to knock out a sweep. And again, to you know, rack up wins when you can against bad teams because, as we know, coming up here soon, you got the the Braves and you got the Blue Jays. You got some tough games coming up. You know, a nine game stretch of tough games before you get back to some more cupcake type teams. And then again, you know, finishing out with the the Astros, which are not easy. Who knows who's clinched what at that point? But um, you know, who knows again? But um, certainly, you know, this nine game stretch is is not going to be easy. So. You need to bank wins when you can. And again, as I've said like a million times already this season. Well, probably not a million, but it, it feels like a million. Um, it's not fair to rip this team for the last few years and say, oh, they don't beat the teams they're supposed to beat when it matters. They're bad in September against the Marlins, and they have all these devastating losses against bad teams all season. And then not give them credit for it this year when they're doing it. And that's why they're three and a half games up on the Brewers, which means four and a half. That's why they're game and a half up on the Padres, which means two and a half. That's with only 22 to play. Like, that's why. Credit where due. They deserve credit for that. You can't, again, call it out as a flaw <laughs> and then not, you know, come around and give them credit for it when they, when they actually do it this year. So um, shout out to the Phils for getting that done. And that is... um. Huge. Nice to see Schwarber at the Schwarbaum this weekend going a little bit. Some of the guys who have been struggling, Hoskins, Harper, the homer. Some of the guys have been struggling getting going a bit. That could be um, could be big. Big off day today needed. We'll look ahead to the upcoming series uh, against the Marlins in a minute. And the, the schedule ahead, but again, the Phillies um, you know, sitting in, in a really nice spot right now. And I think you feel really good um, heading into... This last portion of the season, again, only 22 games to play. It's it's pretty wild. And, again, I think really positive signs from this weekend that we just mentioned, you know, particularly seeing Harper with that power back. Um, again, the opposite field. Um, those two shots, obviously the homer particularly, but the, the one yesterday to, to left center, the double in the first was a, was a rip. I like him back in the 3-0, by the way. Thank you, Rob, for finally doing that. Um, but... Um, he ripped one, um, both of those ones. I mean, so um, so it's really positive. That's really good to see. And again, Hoskins having a big weekend was nice to see too. We know how streaky is if he could, you know, two homers over the weekend, a big day yesterday, big big day. Um, you know, they don't win that game without him. Um, if he could, you know, get on a roll here for the last little stretch run, that how big would that freaking be for this team? I mean. It would just be massive. It would be so massive. All right, uh, refresher. Important week coming up. We will look at the week for the Phillies, the week for the Brewers, the week for the Padres. We'll start with the Brewers who are in, you know, on the outside looking in of, of those three teams for the playoff spot. The Brewers, um, again, are three and a half games behind the Phillies, but four and a half uh, when you include the tiebreaker and four in the loss column. So they really are in a, a pretty dire spot uh, with 22 to play. And, and also, again, you know, <laughs> 
referencing the point we just made where we said, oh, the Phillies, you know, you can't rip them for, for winning games against teams they're supposed to beat when you ripped them for it last year. The, the Brewers are not doing that. You know, the Brewers have been losing games to the Diamondbacks and the Rockies and stuff like that and ugly games. You know, that Rockies series, shades of our 2018 Rockies series. So, um, again, credit where due. All right, uh, coming up this week for the Brewers, as, again, the Brewers are coming off winning two of three against the, uh, the Reds this weekend, but that loss was... It was a tough one. They did sweep two against the the Giants. But um, here's where that tough stretch for the Brewers starts. While the Phillies still have one more series before their tough stretch starts. Uh, Brewers have uh, off day also with the Phillies today. But then tomorrow uh, starts two at home against the Cardinals. Obviously a really good team fighting for the playoffs still. Uh, then three at home against the Yankees. Same and then three at home against the Mets. Same. That is a tough eight-game stretch. Straight days um, through as they uh, are not off on Monday. That Mets series starts on Monday. So the rest of this week, it's for them. Um, they actually are off on Thursday. So it's a two-game series against the, the Cardinals, then off Thursday, then six straight days against the New York team. So that is a tough stretch. After that, it does get easier for them, but that is tough. So an opportunity maybe for the Phillies here to kind of you know, pull ahead in a meaningful way that they won't be able to catch up with that stretch that's left. That could be big. All right, so that's important to keep an eye on. All right, now we go to the Padres. Padres, again, are a game and a half behind the Phillies, uh, which is two and a half with the tiebreaker, two in the loss column. Great to see again. All right, so the uh, Padres coming up after just losing two of three to the Dodgers. They have uh, a similar week uh, in terms of uh, two-game series and then another series, but this one they have four straight instead of the Brewers. They have uh, off day today as well, so all three teams are off today. So no scoreboard watching for us from that perspective, so nothing to worry about there. So, you know, that'll play. That's fine. Um, but then, uh, you know, a tough week uh, coming up, or at least a tough three series. We'll go with three series each year. Uh, and, again, the Phillies, that'll be tough for them too, but – um, they have a t- uh, two-game series at home, uh, excuse me, at Seattle uh, coming up starting Tuesday. Seattle, of course, a playoff team as of now fighting for the playoffs, playing good ball. They you know, just beat the Braves again yesterday, so um, so that's going to be a, a, a tough series. Then they go to Arizona for four, and we know um, obviously not as a good a team as these teams, but um, but Arizona's been plucky, and they, they've won games, and that's tough, and that seems like, they're kind of relishing the role of spoiler a little bit there. So that's going to be fascinating to watch that series. And then they have three at home against St. Louis. Tough, man. Tough. They have an off day that Monday, but then three at home against St. Louis. And then, um, you know, easy, hard, easy, hard the way out. Mostly hard for them. They're, it's tough, though. They're, they're three series again, um, you know, significantly harder than, than what the Phillies and the Brewers have, even though, you know, the Phillies series coming up is tough. Uh, but Mariners, Diamondbacks, uh, Cardinals, I guess the Phillies do have a tough one coming up if we're looking at it that way um, after they get through the Marlins. But the Phillies do have that three-game series with the Marlins after the off day today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Miami. Now, obviously, you know, with the history that is still not fully expunged, the September history, the Marlins history, all that is in Miami. So that's a little nerve-wracking because we know the history is worse there than here against this team. But so far, the Phillies really handled them this year, and they did win two or three. I know that. Last game against them is the one that probably sticks out in our memory the most. You know, not a great taste in our mouth, but um, you know the Phillies have handled them well, and uh, and they have a chance to go to Miami and um, take advantage. And they really have to because um, then it is three in Atlanta Friday, Saturday, Sunday before an off day, and then two at home against Toronto, and then obviously four at home against Atlanta. At least they have four at home and three 
there, but um, but it is going to be tough here as uh, you know, this is a uh, a stretch here where they really have to take advantage of this Marlins series. So an off day today, we'll talk more about that Marlins series tomorrow. But as it lines up now, it looks like Falter versus, of course, Alcantara. It'll be the sixth time they've played him this year, um, which is insane. You almost never see a pitcher that many times, and of course, they get like the Cy Young leader. Uh, that many times, but again, they they've found ways to to at least either win games against them or or should win them late as they did in obviously last one. Um, and then it looks like Gibby versus Cabrera, who's really good young pitcher, Edward Cabrera, and then Syndergaard against Lopez, who's been really struggling. So um, need to take two or three. Hopefully, to take three or three and you know get a little space. Either way, that you know this has been um, a nice weekend and the Phillies. You know, I get it. We we can't, as Philly fans, after what we've been through the last few years and really the last ten years, you know, uh, count on anything. You know, I certainly, you know, we saw seven with seventeen to play. So you know, four and a half with the tiebreaker with twenty two to play is definitely you know not not blowable or whatever. But um, but the Phillies are looking really good and it's exciting. And I think there's you know really 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 good chance we're gonna see October baseball uh, for the Phillies, and that's exciting. So. Um, nice off night tonight. Enjoy it. No one to worry about. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow and we'll, we'll look ahead in more depth and, uh, and get really excited as, uh, as a, as a stretch run really starts there and it's going to be exciting. So, um, we'll talk about that tomorrow. So until then, everyone have a wonderful day and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24 seven network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.